guys. You guys are, let me just say, like, you guys are not ready for what's about to happen. <laughs> We're talking to, and I say, I say we because all, all of us are here. I feel the spirit of all of us being here. We're talking mm-hmm. to Delisa Shannon. We're blessed to be talking to her on this fine Saturday morning. And after this, I don't know, however minutes, however many minutes it's gonna be, we're gonna feel different. That's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna say. Delisa is my sole inspiration in growing and growth. Like her and I have been talking <clears throat> for about five minutes before I started recording. I already feel different. I already feel different. You know those people that can just like do it for you and in a short minute amount of time and you're just like, fuck, I needed that? This is your girl. This is your girl. I'm so happy that you're here. Why are you a fool? First of all. <laughs> also, thank you. Mm-hmm. No, I, I feel like every time I was talking, we were texting about uh, today's recording, and I was just thinking about the time when we were on the phone, and I walked around Home Depot for an hour and a half. Just like, everyone in that Home Depot was saved, was brought closer to me, because we were just, like, I'm sure they're like, ma'am, can you please get your plywood and leave? And I said, no, because y'all need to hear this word as well. Literally. Sorry. Adjacent blessings. You should be happy. Exactly. Pick them up, receive them, and go about your business. Go get your plumbing utilities. Like, whatever. But I do think, like, it's so beautiful to have this relationship that we have because every time I leave a conversation with you, an experience with you, I feel like I'm taking a gym and I'm growing myself. Mm. And it's always been that way. Literally, I tell you this all the time, but I looked up to you so much in college and not in a way where it was like, I can't achieve that or not. in like, Oh my God, like who is this girl? It was just like, you challenge me consistently to be a better person, a better friend and like, just like genuinely a better human. So I will actually never stop this podcast because (laughs) if it's, if it's an opportunity for me to hear something like that, I'm sorry. My soul needs that. My soul needs that. I I thank thank you first of all, and I'm so lucky. Like most of the amazing people in my life, I met Delisa early on. So how many years has it been since college? I actually cannot count. What like? Please don't even bring it up. Like, I want to die. Right. Anyway. Like we'll say like five. I think yeah, like five. Mm-hmm. And oh wow, it is like five. It's it's funny. I thought I was like giving us a couple years. And I was like, we'll say like five. Um, no, it's no, it is. It it's is five. five. That's the number you need to use. It's correct. Um, but we met in college, and I like Delisa has an infectious energy. If you're lucky enough, and I mean lucky enough to know her, like you know that it's just amazing to be around her. But to have that kind of connection and like deep deeper than like Delisa and I weren't actually. I don't think we ever went out together. Like, out, out. Like, get wasted. I didn't really do that I in college, we, so. I think we did one time. Tw- okay. Tw- one and a half times. Okay. Okay. But so I, that's I'm, cute. Yeah, that is cute. I'm saying that based on, like, our, conver- our conversation, our relationships, and our conversations, for that matter, were so much more. Like, they were just automatically, like, off the top, like, deep. It was like, hey, I'm smart. I'm Delisa. Like, this is where I need to grow. This is where I need to be loved. Um, Let's talk about it. <laughs> It really was like that. And it was in a way where back then I wasn't having conversations in that way. Same. So to connect with you on that level, it was like, it really, I was like, wait, what? Like someone is seeing me and wants to hear what I am saying about something other than going downtown <laughs> or where we're going to 
when are we going to Barton Springs today? Like, it really, I feel like our relationship, which I think is a beautiful thing, it, like, revolved around, like, a couch and, like, a living room. Like, I remember sitting on your floor, and we were talking about astrology. No one was talking about astrology in the ways that we were, because we were also, like, relating it to the world and relating it to where we are and, like, where literally where the world was in 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think that I didn't have those enriching conversations in college because that's just not where our focus was. Like it, it just really wasn't. So meeting you was one of those things where it was like, Oh no, I need to hold on Mm. because this is special. Like it's a special connection. And I am really happy that you said at the beginning that you need to hear this because that is something you need to know how much that you positively affect the people that you touch because something that I was talking to Chiaka about. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those who don't know, Chiaka and I, um, all of us actually, we were in Austin together. We lived right next door to each other, high key. Literally. And literally I was cartwheeling over there all the time. <laughs> and um, she was telling me, cause I was like, you know, just not realizing my gifts. And she was like, you need to mm-hmm. like, just take a moment to like realize where you are right now. Like she was like, I want you to stop everything that you're doing. You're talking to me about nonsense, about all the things that you think that you aren't. And she was like, she just put it in perspective. And it's when we talk about college in that way, that's what I get to do is just look back and like, okay, there's a little shame, Mm -hmm. but there's also so much (laughs) joy that I feel from the growth that like we've achieved. Yeah. And like, we get to sit in our gifts and we should celebrate them all the time. And someone should be telling you every five seconds that you inspire them to be better and better and better because you have. I'm I'm really lucky that I do have friends and family that do that for me, you included. It just, it never, maybe this is a narcissist behavior. It, (laughs) It never gets old, but because I was having this conversation with one of my friends and my boyfriend this weekend, like I'm kidding, but I'm not, I'm like, I don't care. I don't care about anything. And if like my people that I work with are listening, then I care. I care about you guys. I care about work only because I care about the people there. Like I wish I cared more about material things or like achieving something, but like I will never, I just will never be able to go after something if like me impacting people is not involved. And that's probably everyone. It's probably pretty basic, but like sometimes- You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah. You would be surprised. It's, fr- it's frustrating though at sometimes because it's almost like a little codependent on that kind of like needing to know my impact thing. But I realized like I'm this whole quarantine situation that we're in pandemic <laughs> little sitch that we're in pandemic shit. How would we call mm-hmm. it that? Um, has made me realize like, you are actually not the person you thought you could be on the outside. Like you knew you were this person. I think you thought you could skate through trying to be blah, 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 blah. They're like, you're going to sit down and realize you're actually a lot more extroverted than you think. You actually get energy from other people. You can't do everything alone. And bitch, you are empathetic as fuck. And you have been fighting that for so long, but that's who you are. And so it's really materializing in a different way where I thought I could be like strong person, not get that deep into things, just kind of like, you know, and, and probably more of who I was like in college, I guess I opened up to you, but probably not 
definitely not in the way that I can open up to you now and definitely not the way that I more regularly have these conversations on an ongoing basis, but it's just, it's been an interesting and wonderful transformation. And I'm so lucky that like you have been going through that too, because we've talked about like friends that you haven't been able to like, not, we didn't keep in touch like after college, like texting every day, but like I knew, oh, well, we had that incident when you sprang up on me in New York and God was like, hello, this person is still in your life. Like if you thought you forgot and we'll tell that story in a second, but like, that was, mm, that was, spiritual. that's amore. That was great. <laughs> you said that's amore, but like, that's amore. I'm just lucky that I can count on you doing the work so that I can have a conversation with you at any point And like, you're just going to come on now. Worst, worst case, you don't understand. You understand that, I, I will I will try and you will try and we're gonna try to come together and figure it out and that is more than you can say for most people. That and that part right there, it's because I think that when we formed our relationship, we didn't have the tools to like actively and like fully and wholly nurture it into what it is now. Yeah, we, we didn't we didn't have the language. We were we were really young. Yeah, and college is the worst place in the world because you have. 18 year olds trying to be adults but also their children and we're in a very high stress environment of an environment we will never be in ever again yeah. literally it's ever. an experiment it yes so like it is full out like the it's not okay it is unsafe i would love to abolish uh prisons uh, i mean colleges <laughs> same thing um and we knew what this was but we couldn't quite like we just couldn't actualize it yeah. in the way that I think we can now because we're totally. still this, like the relationship, the foundation is still the same. Like yeah. I'm very thankful that we have a very solid foundation and it started when we were 20 years old. So mm-hmm. shout outs to us for being able to hold on to that foundation and build upon it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we could have built the way that we could now no. when we were 20 and 21. It Way just too it, much it, like, ego and security for like my my uh kellyanne brought this up the other day she was like i think i kind of got my stuff together because like my frontal lobe lobe cortex is like finally formed she's she's open and she's ready like (laughs) before she was just going through the motions Mm -hmm. and that's really what we were doing in a lot of relationships and we were also we were just trying to make sense of a lot of different things Mm. that are very hard to grapple with um when you're 19 and you haven't done anything in life you know the most we had done was go on vacations and spring breaks and i think now we're we're adults and we can appreciate these relationships that are so founded and like so rooted in realness because before we we didn't know what that was Mm -hmm. we we saw it and we're like this is cute i like her glimmer of light yes. Ooh, feels good yes. maybe she can it go out with me good. something feels different like, like this is warm but you know what i don't know how to get i don't know how to get this deeper yeah. i don't know how to like i don't know how to you know sand the edges and like make this a real yeah. real thing and so i feel like sometimes i i beat myself up about this because i was in college and i was just young and dumb and i didn't really know how to form relationships I was trying to find some something to click and I have to give myself grace now because there were there were no like 
meds declassified did not exist for college. Yelling. Like there were no rules. <laughs> there were no rules. We didn't yeah. know what we were doing. And I am very thankful that there are relationships that I still have now that maybe I didn't water as much then, mm-hmm. but I'm given that like, that opportunity because the foundation was so strong to build those up and to nurture them and to like reap the full benefits of a full fledged. Like, I think it's just one of those relationships that I will have for the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. you and I, because it's just so strong and so solid. And there's an understanding that we've always had. And now we get to build upon it. And it's Mm. so beautiful that we get to do that now. And no, yeah, that's, yeah, that's just beautiful. It is, and it's like you say that you <clears throat> feel bad maybe for some relationships in college that you didn't water as much, but the thing is, like, you were trying to find yourself, and what I have an appreciation for is, like, people being exactly who they are at that time. Like, do not try to do anything for my benefit. I want you doing everything that you feel good about doing for you in that moment if i benefit from it somehow great we caught each other at a great time but if another time is better like let's just chalk that up to like we both need our time and what i have been used to in the past because i can be a very codependent person myself is a codependent friendship feeling like oh i need to be you know a certain type of way i need to reach out more i need to do this i need to do that yes a relationship is work but at the same time like if that time is not right for you my feelings are not hurt we're gonna catch each other on the flip side of it's right you know what i mean and it's, yes if it's, it's if it's good if, if it's, it's good. right and it's good which i believe that there are, are friendships and relationships where you just know it's yeah. like And those are the beautiful ones because I feel like a lot of times when like you're in those codependent relationships or you're in a relationship where you're just like a little unsure and uneasy, you find yourself doing all these things to like make sure that they're okay. You change. You change as a person and you think that's your person. (laughs) I'm like catching a little, uh, little oomph in my voice talking from personal (laughs) experience, I guess. But like you change as a person, you start to think that's your personality. But let me just be clear. That's not fault of the other person. You need to look inside yourself and I need to look inside myself why am i why am i giving this person so much power why am i acting like this person wants to hold this much power over me that's not on them it's on me (laughs) you know what i mean yes and i love the like that you mentioned that where you are in that time is exactly where you need to be Mm -hmm. you know like i'm going to accept if we don't talk for seven years after this, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, yes, she is doing her motherfucking thing. Bad bitches to the front. Like, I'm yeah. going to support you wholly because I don't need to text you every day or I don't need to, like, know what your your matcha coffee, like, Thank order was you. on this day. I'm sorry. That's not. But I get to if I get to witness you and ex- and see you and experience you and your growth, that's enough mm. for me and my relationships. Mm. And that's where it's been for the past five years, six years, seven years of us knowing each other, there may be distance physically because, you know, I'm in New York and you're Miss Global, honestly. (laughs) I feel like I can't, you are where Carmen San Diego. Pinpoint where you are. Me either. Um, Me either. (laughs) Because, I mean, and that's also like a very core tenet of who you are. I feel like you are a very, you enjoy experiencing things, experiencing new ideas and new routines is something that, I have always noticed and appreciated about you, but there is, but that's, it's not even restless. You are a seeker. So don't even see, I'm about to catch you. I can't can't lie today. I can't lie today. Not what? 
Why did I even See? think? Why did I even think? My God. You re- you really got to twist it on this here day, but I'm going to get you back. <laughs> and I feel like that is, I don't know. I just feel like that is the most beautiful thing. And one of the things that I feel like for this pandemic shit, that's what we're going to call it right mm-hmm. now, that I've been able to really appreciate is there are relationships that I am just like that are just blooming and blossoming because there is such like an understanding yeah. of you're on your journey I'm on my journey I love you you love me and we're gonna support each other on that and like, this shit is hard it's hard <laughs> let's just break hard. it down to basics like I love you regardless period point blank like that is actually defining that and what love is the hard part is actually acting it out it's not hard to define it's simple to understand it's trying to meet that shit every day for your friends family whoever you want to quote unquote love but it's it's like you said it's not about texting every day it's actually not about knowing what that person's doing every minute it's not even about being around them all the time it's can i pick up the phone tell this person i love them regardless of what they have done or haven't done for me today do i hold space for them in my heart regardless want the best for them years and years and years to come point blank period can you just like sit in and how beautiful that is mm. the way that you just said it it's it's about it's acting it out yeah, that's Ooh, hard. i just got chills that's that's hard it's about acting it out mm-hmm. and we talk about it all the time i feel like i'm constantly talking about relationships but it's not even about the talking it's about the action like yeah. that sit in that for a moment mm. that's freaking insane yeah and i feel like that is not even a thing i could have fathomed no back back way back when no like i did not realize it and when the world stopped <laughs> and i couldn't go grab that coffee or do that thing with that person and that friend it honestly it it was an invitation for me to check in and like foster mm. those relationships that may have been a little bit distant physically and just check in and be like where are we yeah and it was so beautiful like I can't tell you like the sigh of relief I had like checking in with you on the phone with you and just being like oh no this is good and pure like mm. There's nothing. It didn't didn't matter. Like all the the years that we like maybe hadn't talked. Like I think the last time before we had talked, um, before the pandemic. Might have been like Cabo Bob's. (laughs) Please don't say Cabo Bob's. You know that's a traumatic place for me. If you guys don't know what Cabo Bob's is, it's like the ripoff of Chipotle on UT's campus. So. Also, I just want to clear something up. Like, I know no one is thinking about this except for me, but I had Kellyanne on and I had Jonathan Drawer on. They're all like, yeah, like our UT days. I did not go to UT. I'm not a fraud. (laughs) I didn't go to UT. (laughs) I went to St. Edwards, but I lived on UT's campus and I, um, all my friends lived at UT because I was and I was actually a ghoul on my campus. I only went there Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I tried to act like an adult. Okay, sorry. I just had to clear that up because I was starting also, to feel like a fake and phony. I'm laughing that if someone, like, goes on to Google.com, it's like, where did? Yeah, no one's thinking about me. This school? is, again, narcissist behavior. It's disgusting. No, but thank you for clarifying because the people need to know the story. They need to know the, the whole story. One thing I am not and- is a liar. <laughs> exactly you know what she said i'm giving y'all context take it okay period um but no i just think that like that if there's one thing that i have taken from all this shit is when the relationship is good and pure 
that's all. That's all you need. Like Period. that. It, that's it. That's all. I think the last time we saw each other was maybe in that Starbucks. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's um, tell that story. Let's tell that story. <laughs> Del- okay, so we had graduated college. I probably hadn't talked to Delisa. She moved to New York to pursue her dreams. I moved to LA to do the same. And I, let, let's just be honest. I was like living my LA shit. I had probably had not thought about anyone from college besides the people that had made it to LA with me. Like not consistently, right? I, all each of us had a lot going on. So I ended up going to New York on a work trip. I caught myself walking or after like visiting Conde building, like I caught myself walking around just like chilling. A girl had to pee. I was like, shit, I need to find a Starbucks or something. Like, where can I pee around here? I walk in. I don't even know where I was. My feet were hurting and my boots that I had been walking in all day clearly told me. They like, were so cute. You're though. not from New the York. <laughs> um, I walk in. Someone said, Samara? I said, this isn't funny. I know no one here. I know no one here. And I, I don't know where I am. I look and I see Delisa and instantly it was like, it was just like, God, there was no other reason. There was no other reason I should have been seeing you on a random ass day and a random ass Starbucks in a random ass part of New York. There is no fucking reason. And it was, you know, when you just like, I mean, I love my new friends. I love them. But like friends that you've had for a long time are the fucking best because you just like <laughs> you stand in front of them. And I, I was like, shit, I love this person. I am so happy. I'm filled with joy. I feel it made the city feel different, made that Starbucks feel different to me. I was like, shit, I love this Starbucks. I've been here no, before. That should be a landmark now. Let's be real. <laughs> exactly. I, 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 Let's I, be real. Yeah, I was like, I could live here. Shit. I could run into Delisa sometimes. Like, cool. It, like, it eased the environment for me in a way. And I was just so happy to see you. It was also so random. It was just kind of like a reminder of like, hey, again, like this is good and pure and this is still here. Like, you don't have to give this yeah. up. And that was like, because I'm sitting in... For people who are in New York, I remember where it was. It was in Fidei, where no one, literally no one goes to Fidei. If you're going to Fidei, you have, like, you are either working or you're lost. Like, that's, (laughs) you should not be at the bottom of the map. Like, to be honest, maybe. Look, if you're, if you live in Fidei, I'm sorry, but nobody should be there. And I was there, and, like, that was the time where I was working two jobs I was so tired I genuinely don't even remember stepping into that Starbucks but I do remember having several bags because I it was like I had to go to my 5 a.m like soul cycle desk job like uh-huh. front desk job and like literally I was just spraying smelly ass shoes and like giving 70 year old women water I'm dead and I was just so tired. I think I was sleepwalking. And I look up and I'm like, this isn't real because I'm just exhausted. So, like, it's called delirium. And <laughs> that's that's why I, like, said your name with such caution because I was like, Some Are, am, I was like, am I real? Is this real? Is this a mirage? Really, <laughs> I literally was like, it's a mirage. That's what I thought in my head. <laughs> and I was just like, that was one of those moments where I felt like, God was just pulling me back to earth for a mm. second and just being like, no, you're here. Mm. And I'm telling you, because I'm going to, I'm going to send this person to you, mm. someone that you need to see someone that you've always looked up to someone you've always trusted and loved. I'm going to send them to you right now to reassure that you're, you're okay. Uh. And from then on, baby, like I 
was it, it, it like gave me a high you know mm. like I felt like I was just stronger from that interaction and I like that's like kind of like the one thing I remember of that year that kind of like brought me back to life yeah like you you re-sparked like my presence in self it's so also like one that's freaking beautiful and like I feel like that gives me I mean it's not about me it's about the universe and how it will bring people into your life at the right times but also I think it's important to note <clears throat> pursuing your dreams and like going after like to leave, live in these big cities after living in Texas is an amazing feat but shit I'm not going to speak for you but I'm going to speak for me you can get caught up and for me in that moment, it was like, girl, you could be LA, you can be in New York, your circle is going to be your circle. You're not going to change. You're not about to like have this. I, I'm going to, I've never actually said this out loud, but I'm just going to reveal and expose myself on this podcast. I would think about not necessarily getting famous, but maybe like famous adjacent and thinking about old people in my life and being like, mm, I'm just going to be like, bye, see you later, cut off. Which I guess I felt in that codependent sense that was the only way that I could get rid of some relationships and actually be done with them. But my point in saying that is you can feel so isolated or secluded or I don't know, maybe safe or built up in these cities because it's a totally new experience. You're around a new group of people. You can be a new version of yourself. But when you see someone from your past, all those walls, all those layers strip down. Shipped you down. were back to who you were when you met that person, which is beautiful sometimes. Which is, like, yeah, exactly. Be, because, like, I mean, for me, it was honestly, like, a, a saving moment yeah. to, like, come back to self yeah. and to be present in who I am and be reminded of who I am because I was lost yeah. in all of the sauces that you could think of. <laughs> but also, it's that moment that we're talking about, like, when we talked about this call, it's like, oh, my God, I've grown. Mm. because you it's like looking in a mirror almost like I see you yeah. as 18 19 year old you and I see me as 18 19 year old me and we get to play and we get to rejoice and we get to celebrate and then I get to turn around and look at me at age 25 and age I think when we saw each other it was like 22 or 23 yeah and I get to like turn and like do kind of like a like face myself again yeah and just be like look at you like mm. you're so up here stressed about doing this and that and all these late nights and going with this friend group Mm. and that friend group and waking up to make this brunch or go on this weekend trip and blah, 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 blah. But look at where you are. Mm. Stop, drop, and like, look, just look (laughs) at yourself. We ain't gonna roll, but we're gonna stop and we're gonna drop and we're gonna look at ourselves. And we just need to admire and we need to like show ourselves grace. We need to love on the person that we were, love on the person that we are now, and love that there is a possibility for us to change and grow. Because sometimes change and growth is scary. Oh, for me all the time. So like it's like <laughs> it's like I want it, and you and I were kind of talking about this before. It's like I want it so badly, and then I get to where it is. And it's like, wait, this is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm this like, hurts. I don't want to. <laughs> and I have a I have a question for you. Like I, you mentioned earlier, when you were thinking about like college or like past times, and, like yes, there's a little bit of shame. Yes, there's a little bit of regret. But I had this thought. I was like, yeah, there's things I wish I did differently. But like I would not choose going back because the growth. I mean, part of it, a lot of it was painful, and I'm sure there's more to come, so awesome. Um, (laughs) Strapping in for that! Yay! Um, But how do you, like, how, how, 
tangibly, how do you give yourself grace? Because like it's an idea and it's a thought and it's something I say like, yes, just give yourself grace. And like I tell myself, just give myself grace. And like, but the actual doing of it, it's it's hard. How do you how do you do that? I'm curious. Well, it's it's an actual action that I'm working on very deeply in therapy. We talk yeah. about this literally every week. Um, but the way I give myself grace is I just recognize that I did not have tools. Like mm. genuinely, I may have like I may say like oh I wish I would have done this different. But how? If I if I try right. to sit there and think of all the things that would have changed, I would I would tell myself I would put myself back into the exact same space, setting, and mind frame that I was in, and say, how would you have done it in this moment? Mm. For a lot of the experiences that I wish I could change, or I wish I could go back, I didn't know I didn't know what I was doing. I was only doing what I could do in that moment, what yeah. I was actually capable of doing yeah and that's and that's kind of where I ask myself because I'm I'm constantly thinking I'm constantly asking myself questions which is a good thing and a, and, and a bad thing mm-hmm. but that is right now what feels good to me because yeah. if there are no tools that I had access to then damn <laughs> like <laughs> I can't sit in regret I can't sit in this wishful state or mm-hmm wish I could turn back time shout outs to share like I can't I can't do that to myself it's a disservice to me and it's also a disservice to the people that I love and the experiences that I'm currently in yeah to sit and wish I was in in another seat when I couldn't I couldn't have been there and I think that is like the biggest like I guess that's that that's that saving grace for myself yeah. is is to just recognize that I didn't have tools and now I have tools and I can and I'm very proud of the tools that I'm building and growing and sharpening and actually utilizing this time you do um, the best that you can with what you were given at the moment you know yeah like and we weren't given a lot <laughs> we weren't given a lot back then and I still uh, catch myself though I mean I mean I'll never stop making mistakes or messing up and like again you say now we have tools and it gets easier to kind of go through those things and I you you know you kind of like at least I do I have like out of body experiences where I watch myself like okay how am I going to deal with this because this is what I'm feeling this is maybe how I would have dealt with it in the past and like how are we going to deal with it now because we didn't feel good about how we dealt with something like this in the past yeah. and I think what is the most challenging for me is when you can see those moments of I wish I would have done that differently when it's in relation to a relationship you still have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's still active and it's like, damn, I hurt that person. Fuck. And they forgave me and I'm a human and no one's perfect. But I don't like that. I don't like my track record being tarnished for them. I don't like... Like, I feel like it's like a little, it's like a red, it's a red yeah, uh, like, frowny if, face. Really? I'm like, what What if too many red strikes? They're going to get tired. They're going to get tired you know of me not being you, perfect. Which You know what's like a really beautiful thing about Grace too is like we can have it retroactively, right? Like I can mm-hmm. look back at my past, but we can also give it to ourselves going forward because mm. yes, we have tools now, but there are going to be times where I don't choose to use the tools that I have. <laughs> yeah. I just, because I make a decision or because I fail to see mm-hmm. or realize the situation that I'm in. But all of these, like you, we need to give grace all around present, past, future. I try to like journal and write to present, past and future me quite like often. That. 
just to just to check in with these these people that I love myself and uh but we can that's also the thing is like you're talking about like oh I don't want to make this mistake chances are the high likelihood you might make them you again. gonna make it and, honey <laughs> and that doesn't mean you're a bad person that literally that you're living the opposite is you're living and you're growing and you're experiencing it there will never be in a time where we are all perfect that we all make the right decision that we all treat the person that we love the right way for them or for us or what we deem for them in our minds and we have to give ourselves grace for that yeah yeah how do you give yourself grace (sighs) please teach me you know i think part of me asked because i need some new ways but i remember in this pandemic that i was i'm a quick person to cut someone off in the sense if I don't feel it's right and we haven't been friends for years because as you probably have gathered like I cherish my relationships that I've had for years but if you're like a new friend I love you but like you slip up whatever unless I feel something (laughs) real special I'm gonna be like you know what just talk it up to like you know can't keep them all <laughs> Can't keep them all. That's a that's a um a switch on the Pokemon. Got to catch them all. I'm actually, I was about to say, yeah, yeah. Ash, Ash in this bitch. Ash two point He's like, you can't keep them all. I'm start letting these bitches go. No, but um, I anyways, I my my default mechanism is just cut off, be alone. Cut off, be alone. It's like way easier than having to look at my. For a long time, it was way easier than having to look at my faults, right? Because it hurt too much. To look at how I hurt someone. So I was like, oh, if this is just like isn't working, like, you know, let's just let's just end it. Whatever. And I remember being in this pandemic, being like, okay, this relationship right here isn't perfect, but why do I still want to work through it? It was like a it was mind-boggling to me because it was like, you know, there's a lot of cultural um projection that I felt that like romantic relationships should be easy. Friendships should be easy. Basically any relationship that is worth it. Like you should just click and you're going to flow. And like love is just going to fix everything. And like y'all are never going to really argue. Like if you're really friends, if you're really meant to be, it's just going to be freaking easy. And so I was like, okay, well, I've had easy before and maybe they're right. But then I had to think back, oh, easy wasn't fulfilling my soul. Easy was okay on the surface, but it wasn't doing anything for me in here. Easy was everything I wanted on paper. And easy was the reason that I couldn't understand why I wanted to leave a relationship with someone that loved me so much. So I had to run it back and realize easy is actually not what I'm going for. I don't want easy. I want real and I want truth. So I had to take that step back. And after cutting someone off again, had to reach out and be like, listen, I don't know how things are going to end up because... I've made my fair share of mistakes and, you know, this hasn't been perfect, but you have given me so much grace that I wouldn't have given myself. And I think that was the first time I realized the concept and I was like, why is this person still letting me talk to them? Like, why are they not cutting me off like I would? And it was like, oh shit, because not everything is going to be perfect and show up in the way that it should every single time. That doesn't mean there's an absence of love. And when I could separate perfection from love, that's when I realized grace sits there right in the middle. Ooh, and I was that's like, a bar. shit. And I was like, okay, well, I just realized how to give that to another person. 
I guess I can give that to myself too. And the more that I recognize or realize the concept, the more it made me want to act different. You know what I mean? It was that way of like, oh, if I mess up, I'm actually not the worst person in the world. I actually don't have to like let go of this relationship. I'm actually not done for. So let's ease into the problems. Let's just like sit in them a little bit. You don't have to react right away. You can kind of take your time. And so now when I mess up, I just, I'm a communication person. I'm an over, over sharer, over explainer, over thinker. The wheels are just turning all the time. My boyfriend will laugh because he'll like bring something up and then I'll be like quiet, like 10 minutes and I'll be like, okay, but and he's like, <laughs> he's like, so you were, you were still thinking about it. I'm like, no, I'm always like, it's going to be like days later. I'm going to be like, oh, I realized something like that's just how I work, you know? And it's more about like accepting how I work because it's different than a lot of people. I think that's that's what I'm learning to be okay with. And I actually had this conversation the other day. It's a big step for me being like, hey, it takes me a long time to process things. And for a long time, I would wonder, why don't I process something in the same time as someone else? What's wrong with me? Can I just like get over it faster? And then repeated times over and over and over again, it was my brain was like, I'm not changing the way I work. So you better get comfy. And, you know, just talking it through just really helps me feel heard for myself, honestly. And I think that like being able to know yourself, which is something that I believe that you've always known, like it, it has changed. Obviously Mm -hmm. you're growing every single day, but like you said before, when you, wherever you are, you know yourself and also not being like, you don't need to apologize for it. Like, being someone who is, like, an overthinker, overcommunicate, all those things, like, I am working on right now, like, taking that kind of, like, it almost feels like a negative connotation right. to when you're Right, feels like an anxious, like, kind of tick. <laughs> but it's um, it's not that. Like, I feel like it's, a, it's actually a strength because it feels like you are so intimately involved in your relationships and in your life 100%. that you are factoring that person in and your pers- and yourself in, and you're trying to make sense of it all. Like, mm-hmm. that isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. There are people who are very careless <laughs> mm-hmm. and who just go through life like and go through situations, go through experiences, go through relationships, and solely thinking about themselves. And that's where people get hurt. Mm-hmm. You, on the other hand, I feel like you're you're constantly factoring in people as people and experiences as experiences and trying to make sure that both sides are feeling heard, loved, respected, appreciated, and present. And mm-hmm. that, it may be over, like, whatever, and it may take some time, but at least you know that whatever decision, whatever conversation, whatever thing that you choose that is it's good and pure for you because you thought about it you factored it in and you have no regrets for it that's beautiful to me that's not overthinking that's not oversharing that's not over communicating and no that is someone who is searching for what is true and good yeah and i'm not going to delve too deep in this what i'm about to say but like what i have realized <laughs> in the past two weeks which is interesting is like i mean <clears throat> I was having like this little rant session with my friend Alex and we quickly can go from like zero to childhood trauma back to like, what are we going to eat for dinner? Like in five minutes, it's actually like so beautiful. But what I realized is like, I think everything, your childhood is the source of everything. Not to like place blame on your parents. They're also just people. But like my childhood has made me deeply empathetic and an overthinker and this, that, whatever, all these qualities that I admire 
am starting to admire about myself and I'm happy to bring to my friendships and my relationships. I think that's the way where I recognize where they come from. I see where their benefit is and I'm going to fucking own it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you've realized that too. And you have done the step of going to therapy. I haven't, I haven't made that step yet. I've been, I went to one session once and I was like, shit, she gave me a lot to think about, but her shit. <laughs> Much to think about. She was $2.50 <laughs> a pop and I was like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that see, that's right the, that's not okay. Yeah. That is actually, that's actually insane. But it's nice that like, I'm, I'm just so curious of like what your relationship with therapy has been, because I'm sure there's people that have been listening and like, I think therapy is slowly working to like, you know, erase the stigma of like, oh, I have a therapist means like you have some terrible shit going on like and you have to have like terrible demons to go to a therapist like I've had friends that like oh I want to go but like nothing in my life is that bad so it's already that like my problems are too small to go like no 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 we all have issues promise there's nothing too small to go to therapy for but it's also a big feat of like okay I'm I'm gonna invest in myself I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is because I want to be you know, I want to continue to foster my tools for what I encounter. And I want to, you know, be prepared for my future. Yes. And that's like the, what I, you know, I've been in therapy since I was 15. Um, I was in therapy a lot through high school. I mean, I went every week, um, starting when I was 15 years old, well, maybe 16 because I needed to drive myself. I don't know. (laughs) 15, 16, maybe I was doing it illegally. No one needs to know. Um, And then in college, that's when I did, I was not seeing a therapist. And Mm. we know, we can see what happened there, kids. Um, (laughs) And then I got to, I I got to New York and I was like, no, I desperately need to see someone. And it wasn't even like, it's not like I had gone through something like extremely traumatic. It was, I was in a new environment and, you know, I had a job and I had friends and I was active, you know, like I had all the things that you would think is a full functioning person. But in those moments of, of like isolation that I created for myself, I was, I was not okay. Yeah. And my relationship with therapy now, um, is her, my therapy, my therapist and I work, constantly and she gives it to me straight like I come to her with any situation and I say call me on my shit and she says all right buckle in and she will and she'll tell me I know it's so beautiful it hurts all the time she tells me about myself and I shrivel up and cry but that's it's beautiful to have someone who is going to keep you accountable because Mm -hmm. I mean even just thinking about uh what you're talking about in past relationships like oh I'll cut them off like my Mm -hmm. therapist and I will work together to like figure out ways in which I could have chose a different path. Mm. What I chose isn't a wrong, isn't the wrong path. Again, it's the path that I chose with the tools that I had, but we can work to make that distance shorter and shorter to choosing the right one for me next time it comes up because mm. it will come up. Oh my God, we will chills. go through these experiences, you know, chills. and it's, it's so beautiful. And like, you know, a big thing that, is really important to me right now is getting more black and brown people into therapy Mm. because it's, it's that part right there. It's like the trauma. There's a lot of trauma that we could talk about. Generational. When when the pandemic started, a lot of our things is just like, I'm sad for like people who look like me and like what they're experiencing right now. Like we talked about that. Um, And that is there, there are traumas that black people will, we 
deserve to have space to talk about yeah. 400 years worth that we can talk about individually too as well as collectively i think exactly yeah which is heavy which is heavy to do all of that heavy but i mean whatever we're not going to get into this because that's a whole nother topic and we'll be here for actually three hours you'll actually be like this is the joe rogan podcast but um (gasps) don't bring his name up Don't do it. I actually, I have not. Let me just preface this with like, I haven't done my research and I, I rarely do the amount of research that I should before I open my mouth because it's just like, I talk all the time. And so one day I know I'm going to get canceled. I actually almost made an anonymous Twitter so I could speak freely without the fear of being canceled. But I, my ego said, nah, let yourself get canceled in your name. Okay. Okay. Maybe we could just journal about it, mamas. Like. (laughs) I'm like, my bio on Twitter is Dear Diary. It's super scary. It's super scary. But oh my gosh. I'm, I do, I'm actually screaming. I, I only envy Joe Rogan in the way that like he has so much time to give people space to like talk about whatever. Like literally whatever. Yeah. And that's pretty freaking cool. Um, maybe I could be the new Joe Rogan. Like anyone listening, like maybe let's get rid of Joe Rogan and like nominate me to be in his place. Someone can un- unseat him. Please. If, if I could and talk I and listen. That's my hobby. Someone asked me what my hobbies were this past weekend. And I was like, um, <clears throat> uh, I said, honestly, I wish I could tell you I like pottery, <laughs> but like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I have, my boyfriend was like, you have a Twitter. You like Twitter. <laughs> oh no, he did not. He said, you like to, he said, you uh, like astrology share on the internet. Right. He's like, you like astrology. I was like, is that a hobby? Like, I couldn't think of like saying like, I have a podcast. I was like, I like to work out. Don't consider that a hobby. I have a job consumes a lot of my life. I like to sleep. Like neither of those are hobbies. I'm not doing anything to like actually play, which I probably should. We all as adults should probably be carving out some time just to like let our brains just like play. And like, what even does that mean? I was like, I don't play sports anymore. Yeah. It's, you know, we, you grow up. You, your hobby is creating space for people. That is a hobby. You okay. do it in so many ways. You you are create uh, like you create opportunities for people to experience themselves. Mm. That that is what I'm gonna say next time. Please, because be like, you do huh? it in so many ways. We're gonna be like, like, well, like well, I am podcast. Yeah, exactly. Listen to my podcast, realizing things. We got a couple episodes, okay? Then come back to me and see if the only question you want to ask me is what's my hobby. I bet it's not. Period. Poo. Period. There was something else I was going to bring up to you. Um, God, I feel like we talked about a lot of like relationship. I don't, let's normalize heavy stuff. Like it, it's heavy, yeah. period. But it's that heavy. doesn't mean we can't talk about it or we shouldn't talk about it. So yeah, we talked a lot about heavy stuff, stuff that makes up the bulk of life. But also like I want you guys to experience, which you probably have already because it's just who she is. Like Delisa is like the most fun person in the world. Like you sit in a room with her and it's like we could be sitting in Timbuktu on the side of the road playing with a can. We don't actually need a can. We don't even need sticks. And I can. Fuck that can. Fuck it. And I'm not, I'm going to be having the time of my life not want to be anywhere else. And that is, you know, that that quality is special. Special. That quality has gotten me into trouble before finding that in people being like, oh, I don't care about anything. We're just going to have fun because that's who I am at heart. Just trying to have fun. Oh, you are, you, that is, you are a seeker. You are a seeker. I told you once and I'm going to tell you again. Yeah. And like your Leo fire energy and my air sign energy, I'm like, 
bitch, I'm going to go wherever the flow is, wherever it is. I don't really care. I'm just going to be by the side. Yes. That is us. That is truly us. What's your rising sign? I am a Leo sun. I am a Libra moon. And I am a Virgo rising, baby. Bitch, bitch, let me just tell you, I'm a Libra moon too. (laughs) How are we just not figuring this out? And I don't know. Virgo risings are the best people. I'm sorry, I didn't make it up. I didn't make it up. It's, it's, Look, she told y'all. It, she told y'all. And now y'all can't come to me with anything different. If you flip to the last page in the Bible in very small red font. <laughs> it's, it's in the spine. It's in the spine. Blessed are those, the Virgo risings. No, but seriously, because you have so much. And this is like making a lot. I'm just having a lot of things are going through my mind. My boyfriend is a Virgo rising also. And I actually think it's like unfair. And he's like a fire son. So I think it's unfair that you guys have so much personality, but you're able to actually apply it and then make it work for your, your life in like a career sense. Also, like it's, you guys are very proactive and efficient. It's sickening to me. It's sick. I love it. You shouldn't be this funny and like successful. I'm sorry. Honestly, it's something that like I have come to realize, like really diving into like just learning about myself in a way. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that like that wasn't that sounds annoying. Like I didn't realize like no, like not everyone did that. But like really, it is like realizing what gifts that we have, and that and that truly is a gift is to be able to like I don't know. I feel like sometimes I what the what the way that I see it is I'm able to use my personality in a lot of different ways and for like a lot of different situations which I didn't understand when I was younger was like a strength strength yeah I was just like oh yeah like I I can talk to you know like kids who are in band and then like kids who are on the football team and like you know what I mean and I can Mm -hmm. like make that make sense because I'm you know 12 and I (laughs) that's the only context I have for living I am what Um, I am Mm -hmm. I am what I am but it is beautiful to kind of like learn about ourselves with astrology and how that really relates to who we are as people and how we can use this knowledge as like a string like one thing about a Virgo rising is they're going to apply themselves hard-working determined people and like you know I think a little bit of you know I'm a little toxic in the way that I believe a little bit of perfectionism (laughs) is good I'm not fully Gen Z. I'm still millennial a little bit, you know? Oh, maybe. Abs- come on. Get that sprinkle on the top. <laughs> right? Uh, it's just, wow, I'm really glad I found that out about you because I've been admiring in the distance without being able to make sense of it, just being in awe. And now I'm like, oh, she was blessed from birth, which makes people like me who I'm like, I need a whole ass team and help to propel me to do like one thing. It takes so long. But, you know, I just wasn't blessed with that since birth, so it makes me feel better. <laughs> also, I, I shout out to your boyfriend. You were surrounded by very, very, very good energy. So. I'm surrounded he's, by he's people. a fire son, too? Yeah, he's a fire son. He's a Sag. Virgo, Virgo oh, rising. I'm just surrounded absolutely. by people that really know how to get shit done. And I am the opposite, but I am really <clears throat> embracing it. You know, I'm, I'm really embracing that, it. It's the yin to the yang. Okay, right. it like it's it matches you. I it brings get you shit up. Undone. I I tweeted something stupid the other day. Like I'm gonna unfound something. Founding something is just like so mainstream. I'm gonna break that shit down. <laughs> I'm, to, I'm literally gonna fight you. Yeah. Remind me. Put a pin in this. But remind me the next time I see you when I'm vaccinated and I can get on a flight. Yeah. I'm going to 
Let's box. You will. You'll win. You'll win too. Unfound something. Oh my god. Okay. Before I release you from the shackles of this podcast, I'm going to ask you what you have realized lately, and lately can be literally this year, five years, Mm -hmm. just something that's on your mind about in anything, anything limitless. I think two two things. I'm going to give you two because I'm going to give you something that I've been realizing and something I realized from this podcast. One, I realized that we need to celebrate ourselves more and Mm. where we are, where we have grown, where we still have yet to grow. Um, And something that I'm realizing from our conversation is the, the act of grace and also trusting that where we are and what we choose to do, where, where we are in life, that is just perfect. It's, Mm. it's exactly where we need to be. And we're constantly operating for our highest good, even though it may not look what we want it to look like when I'm 35 and I'm looking back at this time and it's like, uh, mm. what we can have faith in is that we chose what we chose for ourselves. And that's beautiful. Wow. Are you a poet too? Cause I'm about to actually just kick you off and hang out right now. <laughs> I'm literally about to, that was you. I'm literally just regurgitating what your ass just said. No, but I, I it's, you taught me that today. It's nice That's to hear that I'm realizing. The, part of the reason I even started this podcast is because like we could have this conversation while you're in home Depot. I'm sitting in my driveway, like walking around my parents' neighborhood, but I feel too blessed after I get off the phone because when you talk to someone else, not only are you able to, hopefully, I try every time, like absorb absorb a little bit of what you're telling your friend because it's obvious, it's often way more gracious than what you tell yourself. But yeah. then again, you get them doing the same thing. And so it's like you're talking to yourself and each other at the same time and it, it lands and hits differently. It's it's just beautiful. So this is a... Hit different, you know. Hit different, Delisa. Thank you so much for letting me basically mic you up today. (laughs) Look, it was it was an honor, truly an honor, to sit in community with you. It is one of my greatest joys. Our friendship on the record is like beautiful, and in thirty five years, let's listen to this and like let's fucking laugh. We're gonna be so annoyed with ourselves. We I are. cannot wait. We are. I hope I'm like rich enough to like listen to it and be like, ha, I hate it. Throw my phone in the ocean because we're like on a boat, you know. Exactly. We're on the yacht. We're on it. Yeah. Oh my god, a boat. I'm hanging out. I'm hanging out. I'm hanging. Out. That's what we're doing. See you then in 35. Oh, I love you so much. I love you. Have an amazing Saturday. You too. I want you to learn something, and I want you to make a new friend. Oh hell yeah! All right, let me get on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, no, that's the worst. You better find somewhere else. Go to ATB. I'm dead. All right. We'll talk later, girl. All right. Bye, darling. Bye.